Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from your Sully Baseball studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager, Bob Melvin, and just down the 101 from AT&T Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants. I had a couple people write to me the day after the Mets signed Tim Tebow, which is a weird sentence to say. The day after the Mets signed Tim Tebow, why that wasn't what I talked about on the next podcast. I wound up talking about um, an instant replay call that went the wrong way in a Cleveland Astros game not Cleveland Astros, Cleveland Indians versus Houston Astros. Uh, Cleveland Astros, that would be strange. Not quite as strange as seeing the Astros in the American League. I'm not used to that. But I talked about an instant replay call there, and I talked a little bit about the Red Sox being in first place, the big series against Toronto, and I complained about the Padres giving David Ortiz a surfboard. And um, someone actually wrote me an email saying, was I avoiding... Tebow as a topic as a sort of a protest because, you know, I'm just, I want this to be a safe haven for people who are tired of hearing about football at this time of the year, which is the most exciting year of baseball. I said, no, I actually talked about Tim Tebow uh, in a podcast in the middle of August where I was like, go for it, Tim. Absolutely go for it. And I'm going to reiterate some of the things that I said there because I have some other thoughts about this whole process, especially responding to some of the ridiculous things I was seeing going on on Twitter. Um, I, I am not a big football fan. I don't hate football. I just don't follow it. And I'm not a big fan of college sports to begin with. I think it's a little bit of a racket. Uh, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the extracurricular outside the playing field uh, and some of the inside the playing field elements of the National Football League kind of takes away the fun of it for me. And I don't really have a team. I don't care about the Patriots. I guess nominally I'm a Giant fan, but I don't really I only know Eli Manning. It's the only player I know. Um, Tiki Barber's retired, I think. Uh, I guess as a a resident of Los Angeles County. I, I could be interested in the L.A. Rams coming back, but I don't really give a crap. But, you know, I mean, it's not my thing. For a lot of people, baseball is not their thing. Okay, that, but, you know, it's not my thing. But in terms of Tim Tebow, I've, as I said, I don't have anything against the guy. I mean, we probably don't agree politically, uh, I, I'm, we, I know we don't agree on the topic of religion. He is obviously quite religious, and I'm an atheist, and, and, but that doesn't matter. I mean, there'd be a lovely person and be Christian. You can be a son of a bitch and be an atheist. I mean, that's nothing to tell and, and I don't really care. He's not proselytizing and telling. If he tells me, Sully, I believe in Jesus, I'm like, okay, fine. If he says, Sully... You don't believe in Jesus, therefore you deserve to go to hell. Well, then, we, then we're going to have to have a conversation about that. 
But he hasn't. He has yet to do that. And he doesn't strike me as someone who, at least publicly, is one of those, you're, I condemn you kind of Christians. He seems like, hey, this is what I do. It makes me happy kind of Christian. Those are fine. It's the condemning ones that I have, have an issue with. If he starts to do that, I'll have an issue with that, but I have nothing against him. He's a good-looking dude who happens to go to church and do all the churchy stuff, and in college was a hell of a player and didn't quite make it in the pros. Gee whiz, that describes a lot of people. But he's charming on camera, and I thought, like, yeah, I thought, yeah, I have a nice career being a college football host and everything like that. Good, good for him. You know, he won't have a concussion. And then it turns out, I'm going to try out for baseball. Okay, fine. And as I said back in, in mid-August, in mid, uh, August, there's a very easy way to settle this. And I, at the time, what I suggested was an independent team. I was thinking about teams like the you know, Long Island Ducks or the Bridgeport Sound or some team like that. There's all sorts of independent leagues out there that aren't affiliated with Major League Baseball in any way, shape, or form. And I'm going to go out on a limb. The fact that your pal Sully can only think of two off the top of his head means they could use a little bit of publicity. If, I, if there's one that's, that exists in the South and said so you're going to have Tim Tebow play, even if he sucks, people would show up and they'd make a little bit of bucks because guess what? This is a business and there's a certain amount of showmanship that has to go out there, especially if you're a minor league team. You're not a major league team. You got to... You have to have a little bit of P.T. Barnum in you to try to get people to show up. And if it's some team you never heard of had Tim Tebow, suddenly I'm going to let you may have heard of him. And they may sell a couple of hats and sell some donuts at the uh, concession stand. And I said, if he does that, signs with the team as a publicity stunt, you know, for not for Tebow, but for the team would be a publicity stunt. And if he showed how, oh, I'll be dipped. The guy can play, then he will find his way on there. Well, he did a tryout. And he did a tryout in front of a bunch of scouts and didn't seem to blow the roof off the dump. But, you know, all right, he tried out. There you go. I've tried out for stuff. I tried out for Last Comic Standing one year. I tried out for a couple of TV shows. Didn't get him? Okay. Moved on. Tim Tebow tried out for baseball. 29 teams said, no thanks. The Mets said, eh, why not? Give him a shot. And for reasons that are completely evading me, while standing in this room here, in the luxurious cosmopolitan metropolis of Palo Alto, some people think this isn't, are upset by this. Or think it's stupid or think it's laughable. And I don't understand how anyone could have an issue with this. Now, for those of you who say, like, he signed with the Mets, slow down. Slow down. The Mets are having him go to the fall instructional league. It's not like they're cutting Curtis Granderson and putting him into the starting lineup. The Mets, the defending National League champions, are 
I am, I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure which day I'm dropping this. But when I'm recording this, the Mets were in the position to play in the wild card game. Now, if the Mets make it back to the playoffs, yes, they'll be missing some players that we all thought were going to be key members of a Mets potential championship. David Wright, Matt Harvey. But I can tell you what name won't be on the roster. It won't be Tim Tebow. Okay? Tim Tebow is not going to the Mets. Tim Tebow is going to the fall instructional, whatever the hell it's called, league. And he will be not quite as far as you could be from the team. But do you know what? If the Mets were the solar system and the major league Mets were the sun, they've just assigned Tim Tebow to Pluto. He's made it to Pluto, which has been even down... That's not even a planet anymore. It's been downgraded from a planet. It has a weird-ass orbit. doesn't even go completely around the way that the other ones do. It's at a weird angle as it spins around. The, it's part of the solar system, but it's not quite a planet. It's really far away. The chances of getting to where Tim Tebow is and getting to the sun which is city field mets standing side by side with Ioannis Cespedes is about as far as the trip from Pluto to the sun that's and it's about as probably as many people would get there if as many people from Pluto would get to the sun okay so let's just let's just slow down for a second. Okay? Just enough of a second to say, yeah, he, he's not really a Met now. He's in the orbit of the Mets. And there's elements you have to, have to consider. It's like where I hear some people saying like he may be taking at bats away or get someone else who has a chance or something. No, he's not. This is the fall league. This isn't even the minor league schedule. Lots of people are looked at, given at bats. There's side sessions. There's game situations. There's non-game situations. There's a lot of people there. A lot of people, and it's not taking away from someone who is in the minor league system and working their way up through the system. Okay? They saw a guy, they're giving him a flyer. And baseball is many things. But one thing it certainly is, is a meritocracy. And this is the point that I made back last month when I talked about this topic, and I stand by it right now. If Tim Tebow can make it to the major leagues, he will. And he will do so based upon his ability to play major league baseball. Vavoom. 
You don't get to the major leagues. You don't work your way up. Hell, you don't make the leap from high A to double A. Let alone from double A to triple A, triple A to the majors. Unless you have shown a tremendous amount of ability and ability to translate that into production on the field. Now, if Tim Tebow makes it to the major leagues, it's because he earned it. Not because the Mets want publicity. The Mets have publicity. The Mets have a multi-million dollar television contract and deal and channel and stadium and everything like that. It's not the Bridgeport Bluefish, it's the Mets. I'm going to cough. Ah! And the Mets are like, hey, we'll give him a shot. Why not? If he works, fine. If he doesn't, all right, well then, good luck to you. You could be a, I mean, think of a Michael Jordan. Now, you could say that there are all sorts of conspiracy theories about why Michael Jordan played the 1994 season in the White Sox organization. And, uh, friends, I believe all of them. I believe every damn one of them. Now, you, let's not pretend we don't know what I'm talking about. The, the conspiracy theory is Jordan's father was killed, and that led to an investigation that the NBA realized that Jordan was gambling, that Jordan had a big gambling problem. And the league realized that Michael Jordan, who was the biggest star in the world, if it turned out that he was suspended for gambling, it would mean the end of the NBA. And so a deal was worked out that during the length of the suspension, which the suspension of gambling just happened to be the, the length of time that he was in the White Sox organization, strange coincidence, that because he was still under the payroll of Jerry Reinsdorf, who owned the Bulls, and the White Sox, he said, well, if I'm going to pay him this and he's still on the payroll, if he's still part of this, that, and the other thing, uh, he's at least going to be doing something for me. And so off they sent him to Birmingham. Now, and, and, and you know, there he was playing under Terry Francona and the Birmingham Barons. Now, Michael Jordan was the biggest star in the world, certainly the biggest star. He was the biggest sports star uh, of the 1990s. I don't think I'm going on a limb in saying that. And certainly was the biggest sports star in Chicago that the city of Chicago has ever had. Now, he was in the White Sox organization. And he was the greatest, you know, amazing athlete and everyone adoring him, except Knicks fans. And yet, he didn't make it to the major leagues. Why? Because he didn't earn his way there. He didn't earn his way there. Now, if he made it to the major leagues and showed he could play, like Deion Sanders did, like Bo Jackson did, like Brian Jordan did, you know, there are examples of players who have played in the NFL and in Major League Baseball. There have been a few of them. They show up from time to time. You know, Danny Ainge played for the Blue Jays and for the Celtics. From time to time, someone can do both. And... <laughs> Oddly, Tim Tebow couldn't hack it in the NFL. Maybe he couldn't hack it in Major League Baseball. I don't know. But there's no harm in it. There's no harm in saying, well, can he? 
I don't know. And I also don't think there's any harm in a little showmanship and a little bit of publicity hounding for some of the lower minor leagues and instructional league and everything like that. Do you know why? Well, because some of these teams and leagues have trouble getting attention. You know, I remember I was in Erie, Pennsylvania in 1997, 98, 99. I didn't live there. I would go there and do shows. And I remember asking someone, because they had a stadium there and the Erie Seawolves were the, the minor league team that played there. And they were asking me, where did the Seawolves play? And someone looked at me as if I said, where do you see talking lobsters in this town? They had no idea what I was talking about. When I was up in Spokane uh, last year, and I wanted to go to a Spokane Indians game, and I remember asking someone, how far away is the baseball stadium from here? And they looked at me and said, we have a baseball team? These are people in Spokane. They have a baseball team. They have no idea. No idea. If I go down, if I go down the, the 101 to San Jose, I think people in San Jose kind of know that there's a minor league team there. I think because the Giants do a good job of promoting it. But man, when I lived here in my high school days, no one knew about it. No one knew about it. So there's no harm my humble opinion, and a little bit of showmanship to get some attention for a team. If you have one thing to grab people's attention, one kind of celebrity floating around, one little ringer floating around to get some attention, I, I don't see the harm in that. I see the harm in bringing them up to AA and AAA, because that's where you're really developing players who are getting ready to come to the major leagues. But you remember when Will Farrell played those minor league games in Arizona, when Billy Crystal made his appearance at a Yankee game in, the, uh, in spring training? It was spring training. You know, it got some attention. It was kind of fun. I wouldn't mind seeing the Arizona Fall League and everything like that open it up. Open it up and say, hey, well, but some, some celebrities will be here too. Most of the people here are going to be, you know, amateur players who are trying to make it onto a major league team or at least into a major league system. But I think along the way, there's one or two kind of famous names, kind of like the same thing as, like, as if there's celebrities at a golf tournament and he gets a little bit of attention, then what the hell is the harm of that? I have a feeling that that one year that Michael Jordan played for the Birmingham Barons, uh, I bet they sold a bunch of Birmingham Barons hats, got some attention. It's not the worst thing in the world to happen. It is showmanship. It's supposed to be fun. And they're not going to make it to the major leagues because they're a celebrity. Believe me, I don't care what Billy Crystal is going to do. He's not going to be in a major league uniform in a major league game. And no, spring training doesn't count, you idiot. But maybe there'll be a weird start. Maybe we find out that someone who we weren't expecting turned out to be good. Holy crap, did you hear Shia LaBeouf made the Mariners? Turns out he's a good second baseman. He earned his way up. Shia LaBeouf, there he is, playing second base in Seattle who knew? Who knew?
So maybe Tim Tebow will be a Matt. And if he does, he would have earned it. Chances are he won't be. Chances are he'll get as far as rookie ball and say, do you know what? Sorry, Tim, you can't hit the curveball. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's the end of that. But instead, a little bit of attention was put to some fall league. And it's kind of fun. So everyone who wondered why I didn't talk about it, it's like, oh, because what was there to talk about? Other than 20 minutes of your time today. So I'm rooting for Tim Tebow. Absolutely I am. Because why not? What if he turns out to be great? What if he turns out to be adequate? What if he just turns up? I don't know. Is that so bad? To get the up-to-date listings of who owns baseball, go to MLBReport.com. You can go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, so on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The, the old school, send me an email at info at SullyBaseball.com. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. You know what? Tim Tebow, I'm on your side. And when you come on this podcast, and you're invited, you can call me Sully.